0: Hey, you're about to listen to Trekoff, but before you do, I wanted to let you know that there is another podcast called Totally Super, where we review every superhero movie ever made. It's me and my buddy, Arthur. We go through the Batman movies, the X-Men movies, the Avengers movies, movies like The Crow and Dr. Horrible, and more. So please, while you're listening to this, hop over to wherever you subscribe to podcasts and subscribe to Totally Super. Okay, here's Trekoff. It's time for Trek Off! Set phasers. Welcome to Trek Off. My name is Justin. And my name's Alexia. And today... uh, uh, Anyone who listens to our show knows that uh, that we um, often talk about Star Trek, often talk about sci-fi, but we also consider ourselves, uh, wouldn't you say, Alexi, to be like a pop culture podcast, for lack of a better I mean, term?
1: I mean, I, I suppose. I mean, I don't know what the term would be, but like, yeah, we have trouble staying on topic, if that's what you mean. Yeah, it's, it's,
0: so that's, <laughs> that's definitely true. Um, uh, we have occasionally, uh, for those of you who've just started listening last year, uh, occasionally welcomed guests uh, onto our show, uh, including uh, mm. including people like... William cat and um and the howard what was the which which howard did we get <laughs> <forget which>
1: <laughs> really <laughs> Which hour did we get? <laughs> <Wasn't> <laughs> so it I was it one on Star Trek? You Jago.
0: <laughs> Sorry, um, and uh, and and other podcasts like the Delta Quadrant and stuff like that. So we are uh, excited to uh, to bring on another podcast. I'm going to give you some information about who we have joining us today in the guest chair. Um, uh, we are starting with uh, um, Matt. Oh no, is it Lolich or Lolich? We'll pretend you're not here and not in the room, but just tell me the name real quick. Lolich. Lolich. Yeah, they pay no attention to the man behind the curtain, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Uh, Matt Lolich. wow, Matt Lolich. no, um, who Carlos. is who is the uh, uh, director of uh, among other things of I put a spell on you a look inside the Blair Witch Project. He's the uh, he's the head of Hilltop Productions. Uh, he made a movie called Bunny Man of Clifton. I want to talk about in just a minute because uh, Al- Al- Alexia um, has been to Clifton on more than one occasion, and uh, yeah, and Mister really A out. is Mister A is associated with the uh, with uh, a film festival there. Um and uh and uh, from his website, uh, Matt has been watching horror movies since he could turn on a television, and his love for all things scary goes deeper. He's always reading, learning, or visiting anywhere or anything that's haunted or supernatural. Um, wow. and so that's Matt. Matt is joined by his co-host. Um, who I gotta admitly, I'm always honest about stuff. Um, I am nervous. Uh, in the way that I would be for, for for like a celebrity, for like a genuine like like for because oh shit should I be? Uh, no, you shouldn't. You you shouldn't be. Although <laughs> although when you hear when you hear I, this I like ladies, never
1: know. The only time that ever happens is when it's like you know William Shatner as we've you know seen.
0: Uh, oh, by moment. the way, but but before before oh. we introduce the second person, did you see that you can like like put in like like there's a, a drawing to like speak with William Shatner. I'm sorry what? Yeah, look for it. Like it's I think it's it's one of the canceled conventions where he was going to appear. He you can like put in a drawing like the, the top 100 people like sit and actually talk to him like on a Zoom meeting from his house.
1: Oh my god. Yeah, I would I be so lame. I know change I your I would pants. not want to be.
0: <laughs> um. Okay, so uh, so so going on, this is a uh, this is a person who is a a, this is a person who is a a personal celebrity for me personally. Um, uh, I'm going to get to her her resume. But in terms of how she has maybe influenced my life um, of the people that I know and call friends, she is the person in the top three people that I've known the longest in my entire life. Wow. Um, This September makes uh, 30 years that I've been friends with this person that professionally professionally she was get ready for this oh my god the I'm first not sure,
2: t- but you are giving our ages away stop it no I I'm know, sorry right? about that
0: sorry well we met when we he were just two just does that shit uh, when, we were, when we were two sorry Um, the first time I stepped on stage <laughs> in high school she was there Uh, the first uh, she was the first SAG actor I ever met um, the first time I did an independent film, she was opposite that with me. The first paid theater gig I got, she got for me. Um, the first, the second film that I directed, she starred in. Um, and she is now the hat trick. I have sang a duet with this person, danced with this person, been on stage with this person, on film with this person, and now I'm on a podcast with this person who has been in Veep, Lovely Molly. She's a producer from uh, of That's What She Said and Toying With Jerry. She's the writer and director of The Lake. She's the head of Banner Day Films. I want to introduce you to Tara Garwood who with Matt make up The Scary Movie Project. Welcome, guys. Hey.
2: Hey, hello, and uh, thank you for building me up like that so that I will never live up to it. Yeah, she's uh, I, famous. I was gonna say, <laughs> wow, like,
1: I'm, I'm sitting so, here hello. listening to it, I'm like, oh, damn, shit. Seriously, and earlier, I was just It's like, no, it just she's like fine. a person. She's He's okay. like, it's another podcast. Oh, okay, cool, sounds great. Shows how much now, crap Alexia does. But I'm fine. such a dick. Yeah. Because I'm like, I'm like,
0: here's Tara Garwood. Let me tell you why she's important. It's all about me. Um, yeah, well, you know, that, that show
1: you though. I mean, that's really <laughs> tri- me. that's tracks that really does.
0: Guilty as charged. Gu- gu- guilty as charged.
1: Um, Wait, so is welcome. that mean that I've actually had contact with this person in the real world? I'm sorry, you, you said that you were in. She was in the film. Your I second film. don't believe we have in I my don't in we have so either. The, but I feel like there, he's-
0: so if I sh- I don't know if I showed you my very first film. That I did. So she was in oh, the Oh no, first yes, you truth. did
1: show me that one. Yeah.
0: Not no, not the not the horror film, but the one that takes oh. place in like in the mental institution. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think and hmm you then showed me the, the si- show me the
2: horror one and, when which, we which, were little baby children. And, and oh, wow. that, which
0: was directed which, which is directed by, you know, I give this guy shout-outs whenever I can. There's a guy named Josh Saxon who, along with being like an incredible audiobook guy now, um, like inspired the love of film for like 30 people at our, at our high school. Yeah. Um, really? And, and yeah, because he was like, it was back in the day when everybody had VHS and he had, Ooh, laser disc. Um, and he <gasps> oh had a uh, friend that had
1: laser disc. I know it was so sexy. And <laughs> he,
0: he had like a, he had like a 17 inch TV. Cause that's all you could get. But with <gasps> that 17 inch TV, he had 5.1 THX balance, like huge subwoofers around. No wonder you're not, an
1: audiophile now. Like that makes yeah. so much sense. <laughs> To Um, this day,
2: I still remember watching Alien for the first time on that TV.
0: Nice. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that sounds beast. He would complain all the time about how the drywall would become, like, loose from his walls because of his subwoofer.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love me some bass, man. (laughs) I love it. Like, we were, we, we, we were, oh, God, I'm trying to think of what we were just watching where, like, our subwoofer, and to be clear, we do not have, like, your amazing acoustical setup. We've got like a, you know, set of speakers and, you know. You don't need mid... one because
0: you have an Oculus. <laughs> so well, that's, fine.
1: that's true. But I'm saying like we were watching a movie like on our actual physical television and the subwoofer has a tendency because we have hardwood floors, has a tendency to move. And this point it basically walked half the room through the course of the film. It was really ridiculous. Like it's <laughs> usually a little bit ridiculous. Right. I know. Right. But at this point it was like, oh, my gosh, what the fuck? <laughs> like this thing's out of control. Like it's been <laughs> disaster. (laughs)
3: All right, subwoofer suggestion real quick. If you want to listen to bass in a movie, please watch Twister in surround sound. It will blow your uh, windows out.
1: I do love that movie too yep I,
3: yeah, town, no. that will be amazing
0: oh. or the or the opening moments of Independence Day where the where the credits okay. explode and jump behind you
3: ah Independence
0: <laughs> Day what great movie too yes it is um, so this guy Josh this guy Josh um, right after senior year just decided to write and 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 make a movie and I was like you can't because Blair Witch didn't that's exist that's fucking did,
1: amazing like what kind of like, I'm just trying like, to imagine doing that like at that age I mean I didn't ever do anything well, and that in the
0: 90s that's the thing right think about yeah. it nobody outside now of it like, doesn't uh, occur as such a big leisure, yeah right but in the 90s um, it's
1: like are you insane how could you possibly
0: so so and and you know he is a guy who i credit for for a hell of a lot and so yeah. anyway enough about about so inspired this story both, of
1: you, both you and tara is that is that correct tara?
0: is it safe to say uh, that josh has influenced you it was
2: safe to say that he had a lot of influence on me in high school yes
0: yes um yeah so is there oh, more to um, that josh. story no, like no, more. just we love Josh. <laughs> well, it, it, it is just that you have is,
1: like I don't know, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not trying to harass, but you have a kind of a sultry voice. So maybe it was just I, I, oh well, it was thank just you. something <laughs> about the way you said it. It sounded like maybe there's some sexy is there sexy stuff? My voice I like sexy My voice stuff. is naturally suggestive. <laughs>
0: it is. Well, I like it. <laughs> I, I I have to admit if 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 everybody's feeling like the pheromones when you talk about Josh. Alexi, you don't understand. You haven't heard this man speak. That's um, true. This man this man Go would ahead. hold court as a senior in high school, sitting in a, in, a, in a, like in the chairs of the auditorium, surrounded by girls, surrounded by them. Oh, As really? he was, of, of all things, reciting from memory Garrison Keillor, like Prairie Home Companion. Wow. And it, people just surround to hear this guy talk. And now he does audiobooks, which is absolutely what he should be doing.
2: Yeah, he has um, that amazing like bass voice. Um, mm. And he was actually in uh, in opera for a while, so oh, he's wow. also an amazing singer. Um, yeah. So yeah, amazing Good voice, news. very nice.
0: Ah, so I now.
1: Now I understand the the what I was picking up there. <laughs> it was
0: like yeah, it's, no, a, it's, it's, it's a
1: I mean, siren call, eh? <laughs> it's like what was yeah. that I hear?
0: A <laughs> little bit. So so let me so let me jump into in, into you guys. Let me let me um let me Ooh, start with dirty. Tara since we jump focused right on her them. and then and, and then and then give and then give Matt uh, a little time because we're like, hey Matt, you're here too. Here's Tara and also Matt. No, um,
1: so <laughs> I was going to say I was pretty all. impressed with Matt, but before you even started, Tara.
0: Well, and, and 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 Matt, if you think we're get we're, you're getting away with not talking about Bunny Man of Clifton, nope. Um Oh we, yeah, we really will be. I will not, Tara's,
3: wa- Tara's world famous. It's all right. It's all
0: good. Uh, so, so, so so I'm okay.
1: He's like, <laughs> He's really like guys, I'm, guys, I'm, I'm used okay. to being second fiddle. It's fine. <laughs>
0: So, 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 Tara, take, take us, um, take us, I guess, you know, I'll just start you off going, going that you, you were working even younger than high school. So can, give us a five minute rundown of, of, of five minutes gets, go <laughs> five minutes yeah, it's, it's a game on our show we go five minutes go fast you can take us from your first professional gig all the way um all the way to how you end up doing podcasts what what brings you here and then let's let's do the same thing for matt
2: okay so you might not actually know this my first professional gig as an actor was not in theater it was in film i was in Ooh. an um i was in a, a film promotional film for a hospital for children's hospital in dc
3: oh, and i wow. played a little
2: girl who had fallen off her bike and gotten really injured and um they were like you know fixing me up and so that was the whole little promotional film and um i could not ride a bike to save my life so that was fun (laughs) i i never had to it all took place post bike um and i never learned to ride a bike until i was Um, (laughs)
0: was
2: (laughs) no just a few just a few years ago i learned to ride a bike tara can't (laughs) ride a bike um so so that was my very first project. And then I did a couple dinner theater shows locally, um, starting with Annie, where I was Tessie, the annoying one. Um, you know, the one who's always like, oh, my God, oh, my God, now they're fighting and we'll never get any sleep. That was me. <laughs> um, so I started out in theater, I went on to uh, do a bunch of theater with Justin in high school. And I majored in musical theater and did some of that and did some Shakespeare and did some other, you know, theater back in this area, in the D.C. area here. And um, then I started a horror theater with two friends, um, Alex and Lucas. And for three years, I was the co-artistic director.
1: I'm sorry. Al- what is Al- I have to ask? What is Alex's last name, simply because I know someone who's in a Horror theater. Alex
2: Zavastovich. I know him. Yes, okay, I so, yes, him. okay. So yes. So I That's started. That's
1: That's amazing.
2: I started that theater with him and really? our, our other friend Lucas. That's and, awesome. And um, for three years, we did Le Théâtre de Grand Guignol. Yep. Which. Is the uh, French style of theater, um, horror theater, where they did stuff ripped from the headlines and they would sort of do what they called the hot and cold shower. and uh, so they would go back and forth between these like really scary, scary horror um, stories and then little like drawing room like sexy farces um, so that when you laughed, then it would make the scary like even scarier, which is maybe partially why I love horror comedy. So, <laughs> um, so I did that for a few years. And then I realized that, you know, I loved sort of doing the whole thing rather than just the acting, but being there from like conception th- all the way through the end. But I really wanted to play with toys, so (laughs) respect. Yeah, I wanted to play with toys. I'm kind of a gadget geek, so I wanted to play with stuff. And I went and I took a couple of classes in um, editing and like radio production, and decided that I wanted to do video, and just went on from there. Um, So I went back, you know, about fourteen years ago. I went and got a certificate in digital filmmaking, and um, and made my short film, The Lake, which is a a horror slash family drama um and then i i don't know i just kept going with video and now i uh have banner day films which specializes in creating videos for nonprofits and and uh small businesses to help them change the world and so that's my That's awesome. That's my uh, little business now. And uh then then i started this podcast with Matt. <laughs>
0: Terrible idea, and and, <laughs> and 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 in between, let's let's, let, let's not jump over you being on Veep and and a major role in Ed's uh, Lovely Molly at Tantric uh, Lovely Molly.
2: Yes, which was so amazing. Um, that was such
0: a great experience. And
2: then, well, I don't know, should I tell you now how I got into liking horror films, or should we save that for later?
0: Let's save that for let's save that for later. Let's save that
2: okay, later. okay, Matt,
0: okay. I, yes. I I thank you for, for Matt, Matt. Uh, has I I want to spoil that you have won the award for the most patient person in the world. Hey, it's you. all good, No. Uh, so <laughs> uh, <laughs> so 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 take us take us back to little matt um oh at what goodness. point did you know i you don't know do you want to do that <laughs> <laughs> listen when i say little matt what i mean is younger matt yes. um, <laughs> so I'm, I'm aware i'm aware. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: You Very
1: did clear. say there would be dick jokes. He always has to have at least one. To a be dick fair, joke. We were I'm, Yeah, I'm it's trying to think of ever a time when we, he could, he didn't insert at least one, and I don't know yeah, that you I, I think of one. I think it's before like his we mind let people just co- works on dick jokes.
0: Before before we let people like like onto our show, we should like send them a DVD of our movie because we have like a hundred left over, and just go here right. before right you up, right. before you come to the show. Here's a film about our show, just so you understand just so you know um, what you're walking into. <laughs> yeah,
2: right. It's like so, the training film you have to watch before you yes! start your new job.
0: Thank you for choosing to be a part of Trek Off. before we start. <laughs> um, so so so, Matt, take us back. At what point did you decide... Uh, that you wanted to do this, and and how how does someone decide that they want to go into film and the stuff you've done? Uh, tell us your story.
3: Holy cow!
1: Five minutes, go. Five
3: yeah, minutes really. Go. Right? Are you gonna time me too? Okay. No, um, we don't actually
1: time anybody. That's the funny part. We follow oh, through you, on almost nothing.
3: Well, if you Alexa it, set a timer for five ask, minutes. Because if you asked Tara, she would tell you that I'm a, that I'm like uh, obsessed with time. So anyway. Oh um, okay.
1: well, then maybe you will actually do it in five minutes, and you won't even know. Won't I, crazy? it'll probably
3: be under five minutes, honestly. I'll, I'll probably be quick. So let's see. All right, how did this happen? How, how did my life get so screwed up, right? Uh, let's see. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, where did I, you I go feel, wrong?
3: <laughs> right. I feel like I started watching these movies when I was a kid. I want to say like nine or ten. And I want to say it was summertime or something. And it was either stay at home and watch movies or go to summer camp. And I think my parents took me to the video store. And I feel like I just gravitated Resplug. to the horror. To the, yeah. We're talking like, we're talking the old days where we'd go to like Errol's and they'd have like the big, yes, box, the foam. Oh, Errol's. Like yeah, Errol's. Yes, <laughs> oh, man. Fuck I yeah. Thought I thought you'd like that. So, yeah, I remember renting just like a ton of Friday the 13th. And, and this is, you know, I'm. I'm dating myself here. This is, you know, like end of the eighties, I suppose really when I would watch this stuff. So most so of these movies had already been made and I just started watching these movies and I couldn't get enough of them it. it just kept growing from there. And I just was watching these movies just all the time. And I was trying to read about something about it, or I'd watch whatever I could about it, a TV show. And it kept going. And I, I had a video camera when I was a kid and it just, I was always shooting stuff and, you know, doing stuff with my sisters or, or doing stuff with friends or something. And it just kind of grew into that. There wasn't really a ton in high school I could do. I was, I, I painted, I drew a lot, I did artistic stuff like that back then. And I mean, film is art too. It's the same thing, it's just a different medium. And then when I was able to, I got more into it. And as technology advanced and time changed, you could do these things yourself. You know, you could buy a camera for a decent price, you could edit stuff, you know, on your own. You didn't have to have a mm-hmm. whole production studio. And I just started doing that stuff. And I just started doing a lot of just production work too early on. And I did some radio broadcast stuff and I got into nice. more production. I started doing that full time. So, full time job, what I did do is I do live production. And we're doing stuff where we're having virtu- uh, public events with tons of people on stage, heads of state. We've had former presidents. The list goes on and on and on where oh. I am. And we're, we're we're streaming, we're webcasting, we're recording, we're doing sit-down uh, uh, recordings, we're doing interviews, we're doing edits, posting to websites. And it keeps me pretty busy. But then I have my own company. That you guys mentioned Hilltop Productions. That is kind of a spoof name that's too long to explain. But um, <laughs> there, there's there's no necessary total mission with it. It is just to produce video. Video for um, clients that need it for different things. I've done stuff from. I mean, I have a background in sports production too. I did sports production for years and years and years. So we do sports. We'll do live events. We'll do interviews. We've done business production uh, promos. You name it. We've done a lot of stuff. Check everything out on the website. But as far as the scary stuff, yeah. And I just kept, you know, just watching stuff and learning stuff. And you know, as time evolves and the internet, and you get to learn more and you can just tons of stuff like that. And eventually, I just started shooting my own stuff. And then finally, I never went to. I wasn't gonna go to film school. wasn't going to happen. It was too expensive and a lot of reasons. But I found something here in D.C. somewhere I could go and I took that film program with Tara. That was awesome. And I think mm-hmm. I had I was self-taught a lot and YouTube, trust me out there, YouTube will change your life. If you want to learn something, go on YouTube. I learned almost everything there. But I needed somewhere for a structure. Eli Roth is one of my heroes and he said, um, you know, you can learn everything you want and uh, do something on your own, but you may spend $40,000 to make a piece of crap movie. Whereas if you went to film school, you have a safe place to fail as he said so that is a uh, good thing to learn so I enjoyed that about it um, yeah you guys mentioned the bunny man stuff uh, Blair Witch stuff I have done a bunch of stuff things like that I'm thinking of something soon I want to do a documentary on Chessie the Chesapeake Bay monster I have some I have never even heard of that uh, yeah so I have some contacts about it obviously we can't get together with people right now but um, yeah and you know what
0: is the bunny man of Clifton what is because like, like I said okay. the, uh, Mr. A um, uh, who is Uh, Alexey's husband um, uh, Mm -hmm. is one of the people who run the Clifton film celebration. So he's really tied into Clifton. So I'm, I'm, what what does that mean? Bunny Man of Clifton. Yeah. So
3: the Bunny Man of Clifton has a story about a man or a, some creature. Basically that in the 70s there were a lot of reports of a uh, man in a bunny suit attacking people either in cars or on their properties. And the story goes back to there's a bridge on um, Colchester Road, a tiny little bridge in the middle of nowhere. And they say that um, on Halloween, the spirit of the bunny man will appear uh it will if you're nearby the bridge you will be killed uh this guy lived in the woods he was escaped from a mental institution they say there's a couple of versions of the story i mean it is yeah identical. there's a lot
1: of variations. Yeah, that's right it, <laughs> but that's right
3: it, it is your quintessential <laughs> urban legend so oh there's totally a of, there's a lot of stories to it um, i think I was, early on
1: in dating um he took me there
3: it, it's awesome and so it was it is, like it is, creepy yes. as
1: fuck and then you hear the oh. story and you're like oh jesus that's so tr- wow truth be truth
3: Pete told <laughs> the first time i i drove out there was a long time ago and it was at night and when you get yep. deeper and deeper into that area there are no street lights out there nope and uh, honest to god i turned around and drove back the first time i ever went
0: and the,
1: and the yes. roads are windy as fuck too like it so is, it's not it, just necessarily about the the fear of not having the safety of the the traffic lights oh. but when you know that prior to them leaving you've got sharp turns and and hills and like shit that is just unexpected it's yeah, it's that's scary enough on its own, and then you've got so, that shit running in your head. I can't even imagine.
3: <laughs> there's a bunch of rich people. It, it, it's it's huge houses and estates out there. I mean, Tara came wait oh, yeah. to, to shoot the footage, so she knows what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. if you've been here, you can imagine what it's like at nighttime, and it is terrifying. Mm-hmm. So um, police do patrol it, and the neighbors are not fond of you just walking around there. Nope. So if you go, if you go in your car, just drive through the bridge, turn around, and go back, and just go about your business. It's 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 not a place to kind of hang out, but kids no. do. Out there. They,
1: yeah, they yeah, do anyway. But, but yeah, people are very uh, rich and uptight. Yeah.
3: In yes, that they are. But anyway, <laughs> it's a cool, it's, it's a cool story. I was lucky enough to get a guy who wrote from some articles for the, I think it was the Washington Post, who helped me out and did an interview with me, which was great. And he was very informative, and it was a good piece. Um, he ran in a festival, which was cool. It was online. Uh, it was fun to do, so that was good. But anyway, as far as like scary stuff, yeah, I mean, it's like kind of my been my whole life. And so I started, you know, my own company, and I was doing blogs and stuff. And I figured, you know what, I'm gonna start writing about this stuff i've been doing it for so long i want people to read about it. i want what i love to go out to the world and i was doing a couple podcasts and when i got more time on in my hands in the last few months mm-hmm. uh, i told i told As Tara, did we I said, all right <laughs> <laughs> I said I need some more content. You want to just do a couple, and she just said, "The hell with that. Let's just go and do our own." So I said, "I'm in. Let's let's do it." Um, nice. And I mean, I can ramble about stuff. I think I've probably gone over my five minutes at this point, but yeah, I could ramble about horror stuff all day long. So it's it's cool now, this day and age that we can do all this stuff. I figured, why not jump in and you know put my stamp on it too? Fuck yeah. So so Matt, what was
0: what do you think was if you had to name the most influential early horror film for you, what would you say it is?
3: Oh, I can remember everything about it that was influential. Okay, so like I love pal- first, what what what's first, what's that opening for? So you? the first couple movies I think I mentioned I was watching were the Friday the 13th because I would just rent them on VHS. Mm. So those stick in my mind. But when it comes to like what really will stay with me and I can remember everything about it, the first time I saw The Shining. So I'm also going to okay. go ahead and uh, I'm going to uh, give you guys a throwback a throwback here. If you remember uh, back in the day before a TV guide or anything on your TV, you had to like pull up the TV page, the, like the newspaper that had to like, you open it up and it would tell you what was <laughs> going to be on that week. Yeah. I-, I remember staying up late, late, late on a Saturday and there was this crazy movie on TV, and I just remember this woman going through all this paperwork that just said "all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy," and I didn't know what it was. And I had to get up the next day and read the old thing in the newspaper to see it was a movie oh, called. Oh, what it the was! Sh- called, yeah, I had to read a movie <laughs> called The Shining. And at that point, I remember renting it, and I remember I used to go rent The Shining, and I would watch it seven, eight, nine, ten times in like a three-day t- span. Yeah.
1: Wow, dude! Wow, yeah,
3: over and over, because it's Stanley Kubrick, and when I got to know more about film, I mean, that movie's hypnotic, and everything that he makes yeah. is hypnotic, and it pulls you. In yeah. and it just. Totally, I was. I was going to say it's yeah. by
0: a young man named Stanley. I'm sure he's going to go places. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
3: whatever. Whatever, happ- whatever <laughs> happened to that guy? Right. Yeah. But anyway. <clears throat> Yeah, but yeah, th- th- that's the one. That's the one that um, stuck with me, and I'll kind of just remember the first time I saw that forever. Absolutely.
1: I have Sia, a question was... for I have a question for both of them, um, since we're talking okay. about early stuff. Because um, I also uh, like like yourself, Matt. I watched uh, with my sister. Um,
3: it was Z-Z. the ABC late night Saturday movie. That um, was it. We just we it. watched
1: <laughs> we we inappropriately probably watched horror movies when we were very young. Like all right, like because you know you know what it's like. Your parents both work. That's right. Just you know they're. Sl- sleeping right. you're awake you sure. turn the fucking tv on they don't fucking know it's all good and like next thing you know you're watching freddy and whatever oh uh, right. so alexia
0: do you do you remember your first do you remember what your first one was
1: I, I i i feel um i don't remember what my first one was like i couldn't tell like we watched so much we watched we absolutely watched friday the 13th we absolutely watched um uh freddy and he was i preferred that like she it was so interesting she preferred friday the 13th and i preferred Freddy because he was was because he was kind of witty i liked that he was sort right, of he funny, funny he is funny. right got and a bunch of one liners yes that he, i liked his wit and i always and what was interesting too i think i i was i wasn't aware that you were supposed to be afraid i think like these movies didn't scare me as a child like the things that scared me as a child was like fucking outbreak like that movie was terrifying but <laughs> like horror movies never really scared me except for there's one movie that i can remember um i cannot tell you what happens in this movie because i have blocked it from my mind I I have a a single VHS copy of this movie in my home right now, unopened, Sweet. that I purchased to show my husband because I was like, I have to conquer this movie someday. I just remember watching it with my sister and my best friend, and we both were, we we're all of us were so scared that when it was done, we like walked up the stairs together because that's where the bedrooms were, <laughs> like holding hands and the wall at the same time. <laughs> Fucking oh terrified. God, and what is is the, the movie? Name? I'm dying. Yeah, okay, <laughs> I, know, I know. <laughs> I've built movie. it so up, right? And so help me if it's not as scary as I remember. But the movie had Pierce Brosnan in it. It was called Nomad.
3: No, have either of
1: you seen this movie?
3: I've never heard of it. Oh, yeah, I've no. never even heard of this film. No, you have to
1: find it. I, I, right. I, I don't know what it's about. I'm, I'm being like, you will totally watch honest. it. You still won't watch I it. I do not, I, right? I still have not cracked open. I, I have a VHS player, like, I still have a functioning <laughs> VHS player. So I can I. crack this thing open and watch it. I simply have not because I have not worked up the courage to like I because I cannot wow. I just I cannot remember what it's about I just remember our reaction to it that's and it crazy. was like and for normal movie like I said like I'm not really I was never scared of Freddy movies and maybe that's because I've always in my dreams I always have like I'm always I was a dream warrior I was Patricia Cat, like I the could dream kick some warrior serious, yeah <laughs> I could kick some serious ass I was like fucking bring it Freddy I'll, I'll take you right out so I didn't really have that response so it sticks with me that I had such a profound response to that film uh, so i bet like if you guys have never heard of it you have to see it now like you, yeah have that's to find going it on
2: so. our list for the podcast for sure Okay, interesting yeah. and then maybe yeah. you can listen to us talk you through
1: it before be you yes. have to work up the
2: nerves to watch <laughs> it
1: exactly i'll have like a little <laughs> security awesome. blanket of you guys being like you're not gotta gonna con- die it's okay you gotta
3: conquer your
0: fears <laughs>
1: that's right <laughs>
0: Yeah, what about uh, you? What's what's uh, your first your 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 first? What drew you into horror? What do you remember being the first one?
2: Short. Sure. Well, so speaking of conquering your fears, um, <laughs> the the first horror movie that I really remember watching is Candyman. But oh, I talk about that in our Candyman episode, which yeah. is coming out very shortly. <laughs> So I want to tell you about the one that actually made me not afraid to watch horror movies because I'm kind of a horror baby in that (laughs) I did not start watching horror until I was an adult. I was way too scared. Yeah. I was way too scared when I was a kid. So unlike most of my friends who were like, I was watching this when I was seven, I'm like, (laughs) I started watching horror movies when I was like 30. So... Um, so I was cast in a horror movie, a, an indie film called Women's Studies. What an amazing name I, for a
1: horror film. I I have to know now.
2: <laughs> I think I'm pretty sure it is Um, still on Amazon. It is really it's probably, I totally like a couple it. bucks to rent. It's a really fun, like campy romp. I oh, love it. I love it's those. Such great, uh, it it's such favorites. a great little film. And I had the great good fortune to be cast as the lead bad guy.
1: Ooh, and so, so
2: I got to like menace people. Ooh. I got to be crazy. I got to like slice uh, people's throats open all the good and see things. how all the blood worked and everything. So it was like and April Fool's Day. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. And I, I, so I got to vibe? do everything. <laughs> Sorry. Was that kind of the vibe? Oh, I think so. Kind of like, well, it was, I don't know. It was a little more like, it was a little it was about like how um how extremists are kind of scary no matter what they're extreme about Ah, if that makes sense but it was it does. but it was still like very fun and um and yeah I doing that kind of like burst my like little scared bubble and I was like <laughs> oh wait like I can watch these and sort of separate myself a little and now I can enjoy them and then I could start the horror theater and <laughs> It all sort of came from that film, from being able to be in that. So I want to thank my friend Lonnie Martin who cast me in that. Um, Lonnie and Cindy, who were who were the uh, the producers, and he was the direct writer director of that film. They cast me in it, and that that's what kind of changed my horror life and made me and made me love it and like that's be able awesome. to appreciate it all.
0: And I'm on the IMDb for that page. A lot of, I mean, like a lot of like friends to us and friends to the show all over that too. So like you know between mm-hmm. Carl, oh, I definitely. You, Car- Carlton Josh, David, Kelly Slagle, of course. Um, yep. Who I know through Seth. Um, Kelly yeah. was
2: my yeah. Kelly was my beautiful bad henchman. Nice. So we got to play together a lot. It was. Oh, fun. that'll be
1: really fun for me to watch. I'm totally checking it out.
2: Yeah, I yeah. think I think especially if you know a lot of people in it, you'll you'll really enjoy it. It was fun.
0: Jim Choat was okay. on there as a makeup. Yeah, there's a there, this is a, a, a this is going to be a must see for me too. So I think I'm going to have to check it out too. Um, so let me throw mine mine in the ring. Mine. I'm a Freddy guy. Um, yeah. nightmare on Elm street, uh, is my jam. Um, before to the point school-
1: dudes where he like fucking likes even the bad ones. Like we can all, I of like us, all of them. normal people all right. can How go, that one's on? not very good.
3: <laughs> what, about the re- like- what about the remake they did with uh, platinum dunes did a couple years ago. Or more sure. Like, sure
0: yeah. Let, get, let me get, uh, uh, let me let me hit my story first. And then, and then, uh, that's a great question. Cause I have a, I, I have definite thoughts on that. He does. Um, I started with nightmare on Elm street 2 uh, Freddy's revenge. Um, um, which, uh, which is probably which, why
1: he likes the bad one
0: Sorry. I actually you know, it's, <laughs> well, it's worth
3: that, 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 it's worth that a revisit.
1: That's the one where Freddy's trying to come back
3: there's through questiona- Like the Dude. There's a questionable undertone in that movie, isn't
0: there? Well, let me, let me tell you this. <laughs> the, the, the undertone in that movie is by no means questionable.
3: The undertone in that movie
0: is, is overt. There's an ama- it is an There's question. an amazing documentary called Scream Queen. Scream, Scream, Comma, Queen. Yeah. And it, it is about the life of the lead in that film, Mark Patton. Okay. Um who is gay, who came out um and when he came out um it damaged uh like him in Hollywood and he kind of had to go away for a while after that all happened. Really good actor um this guy. Um and Oh then yeah, no, like, that's
1: not what's wrong with that film. He
0: like he like disappeared into Mexico and then when they started oh making gosh. this they they sort of like brought him back uh to do conventions and got into it and stuff. I've actually formed like this weird friendship with him online. That's um, so neat. And he is he, yeah, he is cool. the he is the coolest dude. He is the yeah. coolest guy. And and I reckon it's on Amazon Prime. Um, Scream Queen, uh, the the st- story of Freddy's Revenge, um, okay. uh, and and it's uh, a it's a it's a very fleet, sometimes very sad documentary. Yeah. Um, um. But it started with that. Uh, my babysitter when I was in fifth grade showed that to me and should not have. No, um no. and then and do you then start, one your night are bo- 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 we're glad so, so and this is though. this has got to be what this is probably 1986 when she's showing it to me and so she shows that to Fuck me because it's yes, right when it came <laughs> out um then I went back and and my mom didn't know what it was and she didn't really pay attention so she let me rent the first one and <laughs> I stayed up overnight. <laughs> watching the first one like five times in a row. Nice. And then like yes. three weeks later, dream warriors came out. Oh, the best one. And, oh. and she took me to see it in the theater. Oh, All right. Wow. And, in trouble. and, and oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. And then she realized what it was about. I had nightmares <laughs> every day oh, for man. a year. I went into therapy. I went into therapy. Oh my God. This. Oh my god. Um, because Thank I couldn't stop having dreams. Because she it, way it overreacted. Is the, it is like, the I love it is your the mom. Ultimate but. fucking scam. And I will tell you why. Because, <laughs> because it gives you nightmares. And then you go to your parents and you go, I had nightmares about Freddie. And they're like, right. it's just a dream, honey. I'm like, that's what they say. Right. That's what
1: they always say. <laughs>
0: That's
3: right.
1: And here's the thing, too. Like, I think maybe that's the other reason I think I was drawn to Freddie is me and my sister always, like, struggled with insomnia. So, like, the way that the, the people are trying to not not never fall asleep and, and having, like, little, like, I don't know, hallucinations, flits. Like, I don't know if anyone else here struggles with insomnia, but, like, the longer you go, the weirder shit gets. Um, so, it's like... It's definitely starts to blur the lines and make you start to freak out. It's like, do you see something? No. Yeah. <laughs> I don't
0: know. In, fuck. <laughs> Matt, in, 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 order, in answer to your question, um, what do I think? I think that, uh, more Freddie is always better. Um, yeah. I, 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 Remake. if the remake is all I'm going to get, then I, it's fine. And it, here's the thing about the remake. I was really glad to watch it in the theater like three times. Um, and and it being new, I was I saw its flaws. I saw the problems with it, but I was happy to have it. Yeah. I will tell you that since that third time I saw it in the theater, which I enjoyed because it's Freddy, even if it's not quite the Freddy one, it's Freddy. In that there are, if you include uh, Freddy versus Jason, there are eight other Elm Street choices to go to. Yes. I are. have watched almost all of them except that one. And I, okay. I don't... I don't think I will ever watch it again. Um, there's not I don't much really reason to, re- I
1: think. I, agree. I don't. Yeah, there's
0: no reason to. But in that, it gave me new stuff. It's a very pretty film. I think, that, uh, I think that Jackie Earl Haley does a really good job yeah, in it. Yeah, good um, um, but and I, I think, I, I think I, it didn't
1: stray too much. I think that was my fear when it came out, I th- that it would be like so different and I'd be like, why would you fucking mess with perfection?
0: You know what the well, problem is? I'll, you know, so you know what I, I have like? a
2: confession to make.
0: Oh, here sure. we go.
1: <laughs> I, am,
2: I am really jealous. <laughs> you guys talking about this because as a, as a late bloomer in the horror uh, <laughs> aficionado world, I never saw this movie. I never saw any of the, any of the Freddy movies. And I'm waiting now to do it so that I will see it for the first time for our podcast. <laughs> Oh wow And now I'm like We need to do it right now Right now <laughs> no, no no no
1: no Damn it Change our plans I don't
2: I'm know like what we I'm like waiting because I thought Oh that would be really interesting Matt loves it He's watched oh, it You be. know a hundred times
1: I've never seen it That would be really interesting And now I'm like I just want to go watch it right now Oh my god I still want to watch funny. it with you now Is there a way we can do that Can we all watch that shit together Like online uh, somehow Probably We need to figure that yeah. out Because that would be amazing That would be so I have never fun. Like I think I think what you have is actually like it feels like a gift like Matt you're a lucky dude like because there is this thing that we all know is awesome and you've not seen it and it's really cool when you get to watch something for the first like I got to introduce that's a lot true of Star that first Trek. time is always really? like special it, it is and I got to introduce much of Star Trek to Mr. A and it was absolute delight to be able to share something that I knew was awesome with somebody that I loved and yep. you are just ah uh, you're like <sighs> yeah you're like a gift like it's like ooh cuz i mean almost nobody that we would that i would run into I mean, can I imagine has not seen at least one Nightmare on Elm Street I know how did I miss
2: every single one I don't know and then it's like when the when the you didn't see it it was, it was, was, it was you so didn't fixed. see
0: Freddy's dead you didn't see Freddy's dead like, no. like that's the one because that's the one that came out in high school was Freddy's dead that's no really because I still
1: one. was scared to watch horror movies yeah right, dude right. were you paying attention motherfucker <laughs> she was
0: scared <laughs> she was scared I, was I, can't, too I just, scared I just don't understand because they, they were ubiquitous at that time like Freddy between like 89 and 94 like Freddie was like he always was there. yeah and yeah. poor Tara Believe probably, me, probably me. Had, to had to hide it a about work
2: it. I had to work to avoid horror movies when I yeah, was yeah. I was I scared bet. to death That's
1: and awesome. she probably <laughs> had fine. to like hide in corners and not let people know because you were afraid that they would judge you because it's right. high school like yep. think about it from her perspective Justin Gosh,
0: yeah Justin gosh oh, sorry sorry I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry I didn't think about your perspective in high school Tara I'm sorry but, um <laughs>
3: That's one of like
0: four people from high school that you could talk to right now. I'm sorry about that.
3: So I have two Friday the thirteenth, Sorry Nightmare on Elm Street Things to just mention Real quick And then you guys can do it. I just wanted to jump in With these But if you if We should do If you haven't Need to watch Never Sleep Again Which is the Nightmare really Elm Street Really good Document It's like It's like 12 hours long By the way Oh my um, god it's, it's That is a lot with, of
0: stuff It's like
3: <laughs> interviews With pretty much Everybody From every movie It's intense It's, it's, like,
0: it's like It's like Eight 90
3: minute movies yes. On each of the films Yes Wow yes. It's really it's, good It's, oh it's really gosh. good And then here's your trivia. Can anyone sing me the Freddy nursery rhyme all the way up to ten? Wow. One,
0: two, Freddy's coming for you. Three, four, four, four better shut the door. Five, five six, grab six, your crucifix. Six, seven, eight, better stay up late. Seven, nine, ten, ten never nine, sleep nine, again. Like,
3: Ooh, very yeah. good. Very good. Ooh, nice. Well done. Well done. <laughs> Boom. That's yep. right.
0: Mic drop.
1: What yeah. did he win? <laughs>
3: uh nothing and, but uh, good job points
1: <laughs> good points like in this <laughs> it's, it's it's a currency of sort it's it's like a karma. As we're just all meeting it's good like karma. i now know that you yeah. that tells me something about you as a person that go. i know i like that's all it's a, it's a good thing definitely um
0: so i think this is a great like it's it's funny because we're like and then let's talk about movie and like like we can't stop gabbing because you guys are amazing guests
1: I know. Um, but, <laughs> there's so much. But
0: fun. Let's let's just hit it because there's a, there's there's something that I feel has gone missing largely from um, from horror movies that are coming out in the multiplexes at the very least um, lately. Which is there is you know I I was listening to um, just two days ago. I was listening to your 28 Days later podcast, and it's where I got this this thought. Um, when I look at the list of of, of movies that you've covered. There's a sense of import that has come along with horror movies, especially with movies like Get Out, um, and mm-hmm. and The Babadook, and 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 it follows and stuff like that. And then there's other movies that have sort of a, a sense of dread, this pervasive sense of dread that follows around the movie that that frankly, uh, Mrs. J, my wife. Um. Um. Can't do those moves. Um. She can do gore. Like you can't believe, and has zero issue with it. Yeah. She and I. Gore. She and I play Evil, every night. <laughs> um. Um. So, but when it comes to like. The the Conjuring movies and stuff like that she can't do it and I really feel that it's something that maybe because there were so many scream ripoffs in the nineties that eventually people kind of stopped doing which was this this kind of horror movie horror movie that would have like equal parts one third designed to disturb and scare one third out and out comedy and one that was almost like a thriller action movie and that's that's where I think that you're your Friday the Thirteenth, most most of your Freddy movies, your Scream movies, your Child's Play movies, your Candyman, oh, yeah. which, which ventured more into dread, but still had yeah, sort of I think Candyman of, your was your a final little destination. Like, oh, all final these destination for sure was where it was like it was like it felt like you're going on a roller coaster and that it was going to be scary and also fun. I think it's something that's missing. Um, I just want to get your thoughts on on sort of that genre of movie. Do you miss it? Um,
3: and what do you think are some of the best examples of it?
0: And I guess I... Um, let's let's start with Matt and then I'm going to hear what Tara has to say.
3: To All right. So you're talking about something that has a little bit of everything for everybody in there. Is, is that what I got out of that?
0: Yeah. And, and just that, that that franchise. What would you have... Or, or that, that era of horror. Of okay. What would you have to say about that? Do you miss it? Do you think it's played out? What are best examples? Yeah. Just, do you think no? there's just what
1: nothing left to do there? Because I don't.
3: I, I don't know <laughs> if, it's, if, if we want to think of those movies are cyclical like fashion is where it comes back I know mm-hmm. that we did a good one in our review we did American Werewolf in London which is got which
1: oh! I think, mm-hmm.
3: it, which I think yes. checks all those boxes Definitely, I, I, I love anything that has a good sense of humor to it I mean I I, I want to be scared but you know I think the, the, thir- the rule of thirds I guess part of if you want to use that as a description for it yeah I think it works totally I, I don't know that it's doing it anymore because I think we've moved into I mean I'm not going to go through a history of horror right now we can do that another time but I think we're in the point now we're into like almost real life horror where yeah. things that are actually happening in your life. You mentioned the Babadook movie. I did I did a, a write up on that. That actually is. I mean, it's a movie about a woman's real life horror. Her 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 life with her son is a mess because her husband is dead, and it's her life is just terrifying in general. You know, the movies like The Witch, which is an amazing mm-hmm. movie, is a movie that's just terrifying because of what's really happening. Um, but yeah, you know, there's no comedy in that stuff. But Yeah, having stuff like that is great. I think um, I think American yeah, I think World
1: we're more in an years. edgy age right now, right? Yeah.
3: Now. It's, they, they, absolutely and and I think those were a little bit light, like, a little more lighthearted. where yeah, yeah werewolf is great because it, it is scary and it's mm-hmm. it's violent but yeah it's definitely funny and I think that's one <laughs> of the great things about it that's definitely funny that's something you had in the 80s I don't think yeah. remember after these slasher films you had parents and people getting angry and it died out yeah that stuff died mm-hmm. and in the 90s mm-hmm. and you know scream you can say what you want about it. scream I don't love it it's smart Wes Craven is a genius oh but, god yeah like I said you can say what you want about it but the fact is scream scream helped bring horror movies back from the day. Dead, not to make a bad pun, but it kind of <laughs> helped to bring them back. So, yeah. my favorite of those, I mean, I don't know if I wanted to say it's a werewolf just to say that, but I don't know. They all had a little bit of that in there. Um, that was kind of just the thing that was happening in the '80s. But I think that's, a, I think that movie is a great example of that whole genre in there. But I mean, I, I, I want to see what you guys think of other ones too, because I'm, I'm, I'm not drawing a blank on them. I just don't want to rattle off like thirty of them. I don't know. <laughs> you Tara, just how about you? All
1: of them.
2: So I actually. <laughs> I actually kind of have a theory. And as we know, I don't I don't really miss these eighties and like early nineties movies because I'm still catching up on them all. <laughs> so so, <laughs> so it's a new delight for really you. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't really have a chance to miss them. Um but I have this theory and um I don't want to bring it down, but I have a theory that 9-11 and terrorism changed mm our our feelings about fear and horror you're right um and thus led to some more less sort of innocent horror movies and not that not that these earlier ones are innocent but they're but they do have more of a sense of fun to them yeah more of a sense of sort of
3: return of the living dead is a great example i'm sorry oh my god
2: yes
1: raise raise (laughs) raise (laughs)
3: yeah yeah yeah.
2: (laughs) so so they had more of a sense of like play to them and i think now especially with like torture porn in in the like early 2000s like we just we got sort of like really scared of all that terrorism and stuff and now it's that's all seeped in there, and I think made things a little bit more serious and a little bit more um, stark. Yeah,
1: yeah, I think art is definitely right tends to reflect. I think you're right about that. I think it, it reflects what's happening.
3: Oh, that's uh, no, I was talking about it, the history it's, of it's horror. That's that's exactly for yeah, sure. That is. I mean, and yeah, I, I think it's it's.
1: It. I'm sorry, continue, Matt. You were no, I was just going to say I was we were
3: talking, mention the history of horror. I'm not, I'm not going to go into it now. But yeah, that's that is true. Every every decade and every genre has its piece based in you know what was happening in the world. That the, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. at the time. So that's that's absolutely true. Yeah.
1: Yeah, like I think it's our I think that people either art tends to be informed by the fact that like that's happening or mm-hmm. it's a, it's a creative outlet to deal with those fears because yeah like um, another example like I know this isn't really a horror movie but it was to me Contagion like I only could Mm -hmm. watch that movie once oh yeah um, and we're like living it now I feel Um, and it's become
2: really popular again yeah Oh it it
1: has because it it, I think that what like one of the first things I did was I mean as I've said before Outbreak was to me an extraordinarily scary movie Um, Mm -hmm. and I went back and watched it when all this you know pandemic stuff started happening because it it's like you don't don't have any control over what's really happening. And, and I think that you look for things that can give you rules to follow or mm-hmm. advice or just anything, any kind of a sense of control is I think what it is. Absolutely. And a,
2: a safe way to a safe way to sort of reckon with that fear yeah. right like a way where you can confront it but without actually risking anything
1: right where I'm not actually yeah. gonna maybe die yeah. <laughs> yeah
2: which I think is what horror movies one of the things that horror movies give for us one of the reasons they're so amazing oh I scared
0: I, I, I like I guess I'm gonna be in the minority here and that I I would love a return to um, and, and not and not I wish there oh, was to, to be this, clear I don't in, I, I miss
1: it do. I do. In the, in, that I <laughs> oh, yeah. in that I understand, that
0: I understand that that the market can only afford so many horror movies, right? Like you can't you can't have a brand new horror movie come out every Friday and have them all, have them be successful. So there's only yeah. room for so many. And in that there you know there needs to be room for at least one or two torture porn in there. And there there right now mm-hmm. the quote unquote important horror movies like Get Out, which is important. Right. Um and and you know I think Jordan Peele is doing is is doing incredible work there and stuff like you know like it follows. In the Babadook, like we talked about, that mm-hmm. that that is using horror in the way that Star Trek might be used to 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 mm-hmm. you know uh, you know you you can you can have you can have someone who you know a a white affluent kid growing up in. In the South, who would never consider themselves to be privileged and never consider themselves to have a have have anything like that, but we'll go see the latest horror movie and get out getting all these all these good reviews. So they go to see it and they get the horror movie they're looking they're looking for. It's almost a B movie, the story that it tells, but in the midst of telling it. All of a sudden this person this kid the 16 you know hypothetical 16 year old kid gets to see something about life that they would not otherwise have done and that's exactly what Star Trek did was yep. to go was to go hey you would never have watched you know guess who's coming to dinner but we can we can put you know Frank right. Gorshin in 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 makeup on in Star Trek and and make you think about something you haven't thought about before so I think the market has Yeah to we can wrap it in
1: aliens or we can wrap mm. it in horror and right, we can so true. and we can show you something that you weren't anticipating we can and you know make and you elm street about
0: was a, elm street and jason were a reaction to that i like one of the pervasive feelings that are feelings of that era that i've heard is that what you had is you had the 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 kids of the baby boomers right where the where where you had the sexual revolution in the 60s mm-hmm. and all of a sudden it was it was cool for teenagers to have sex because it's the 60s and mm-hmm. but it was it was it was it was um it was very transgressive at the time where all those people had children and now those children are in high school and so what you have is you have the movies of the 80s which are all about wait a minute we were that means our kids are having sex too and uh-huh. that is the, and you have and you have the that is what your your 80s slasher genre is sort of a reflection of is the yeah is the death is the sex after-
1: absolutely yeah. equals death like best yeah, be the virgin yeah, the, like the generation survive that. sex you die <laughs> That's but
0: when you but when you go when you go past that into what they managed to do with the franchise I mean I think Freddie versus Jason is almost a almost a perfect movie.
3: Um Ooh, it's, it's not, just it, like it, it, it's, it's not edited well, I can tell you that. No, 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 <laughs> but what it, but what it is is it's, I think it it's really a, captured
1: the like I I one of the things I remember when I watched it the first time, I didn't expect a whole lot from it, but I did it, it, A was fun and B was fun. I felt I definitely felt like it like it really encapsulated like I said cuz me and my sister growing up, like I was the Freddy one and she was like the, you know, the the mm-hmm. grumpy Jason one, right? Like Jason is just relentless and Freddy is like quirky and fun and it really highlighted the difference in their styles and I thought that was I was just jazzed to see
3: that portrayed at all. Well, that that that, that fight scene at the end is pretty. Sure, anyway. dude. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well,
0: and and I think and I think that that what I'm talking about is, is is movies that are designed just to give you a good old night of the movies where you can crunch on your popcorn. Yes. Um,
3: right. Yes, yeah. Absolutely.
0: And yeah. And and I I wish there was more. I hear they're they're thinking of a Scream Five, which of course I'll go see because I love Scream. But I oh, also with know that, West, that it's without Wes Craven, though, I don't know about. Yeah,
1: that. Yeah, I don't know I, that you can pull. Like I, I don't know who else has out. the chops. Do you know what I mean, um, like I've, West uh, Craven. And, just...
0: and I heard that Robert England has turned around and said he wants Kevin Bacon to play Freddie. Oh, um, oh, wow, interesting. How old I, is
3: Robert England now? He's got to be seventy, probably. There, huh? I don't know. yeah. Uh,
0: well, he showed up last year on The Goldbergs as Freddy. That's awesome. I didn't know
3: that. I did not know that either. I
1: have to find that. That's amazing. Well, that, that would make it's sense
3: because awesome. that that show is uh, like a totally eighties uh, set, yeah. TV, right? Isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yep, that's awesome. So, so that's sort of our
0: talk about this. What I'm what I'm going to do now is I'm going to be the king of terror. Terrible segues. In that, in okay. that, uh, there's more of this to talk. There's, there's.
1: <laughs> he always does the character. You just do this, it.
0: There's more of this to talk about, and certainly in addition to to more of this to talk about. There's, uh, there's other topics that we're going to hit, but I'm going to encourage all of you listening right now. Um, because this show is coming to an end, but our conversation is not. So please, as soon as this is done, uh um, of course, subscribe to our podcast. But then I want you to jump over and do a search right now. You're probably sitting like you're sitting up in bed or or maybe you're in the car. Please pull the car over to the side. Maybe you're doing the dishes. I don't know what you're doing when you're listening to this podcast. But I want you to do a stop what you're doing, go to your podcast app. I want you to search for the term scary movie project. Again, scary movie project, search for it because that's the only place you're gonna get the conclusion to this. Uh Uh, to to this podcast as I hand the steering wheel over to these guys and I get to be a passenger for a while
2: um,
0: and, 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 and listen, not only to this show, um, that we're about to do, but to their other shows and subscribe to them as well, because if you're looking for pu- fun podcasts, do that. I have a feeling. Uh, um, I'm looking at my crystal ball. Based on how well this went, I don't think this is going to be the last time our podcast interface. So no, I um, enjoy. I right. enjoy
1: it much too much. Okay. I have. I. I, I mean, I we also. We
2: already know we have to watch. Uh, we have to watch the Freddy movies together. So. Oh my God! Yes.
1: Thank
0: you for um, getting Tara. So, <laughs> so, so, I encourage all of you to do that. Um, but uh, um, on behalf of Alexia, thank you. Um, I'm going to ask you guys. I'm going to steal from Alexia. I'm stealing from her. I'm ripping it no, out. No, I,
1: her I hand. am, I am graciously saying it is for them to do. All right. That's so, so
0: them. Alexia has offered to. She's tied it in a bow. Yes. Um, I wait, would like
1: is to submit. This was one of the few times I would like to submit in a nice way oh in yes we,
0: and, and not in a fuck just like you Justin your stupid way because no. that's the way I'm used
1: to um, I know but they're not used <laughs> they get better treatment uh, they are better they are better
0: in <laughs> nearly every way so we end our podcast every week uh, I say trek off and, and Alexia ends by saying
1: trek off bitches
0: so I'm gonna say trek off to end the podcast thank you scary movie project and I would like you guys to chant out trek off bitches trek off
3: trek off bitches
0: trek off bitches Just one more reminder before you go to go to Totally Super on wherever you subscribe to podcasts. Whatever you're listening to this on, search for Totally Super and hear me and Arthur review every superhero movie ever made. It's an awesome show. I think you'll love it. Okay, thanks for listening.